Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Jennifer Zamparelli. And I'm Lottie Ryan. And this is our podcast on parenting, apparently. Apparently so. This week, we are going to talk about me losing my absolute shizzle in the best possible way. And a milestone for Lottie. Yes, not Wolf, Lottie. <laughs> Welcome to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. Please note. Jen and Lottie do not claim to be experts. Excuse me? I have a beautiful boy. I am an expert. Well, I haven't a clue what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure we're all just winging it. Do we get to it? Let's do it. episode was brought to you by Shanley Interiors, supplier of bespoke furnishings, interiors and accessories. You can check them out on Instagram at Shanley Interiors. Okay, so this week was actually a very stressful week. Okay, go on. Fill it me was in. very stressful. I've had a stressful couple of weeks because something has changed in my daughter, who is eight. Okay. Something, it's like I lost her for a little bit. What? I know, I know. I, I, It's actually really distressing, really upsetting. She was always a happy kid, very well-mannered, good temper. But she started having these, um, like, freakouts, like absolute melts. About what? Just about really ridiculous things. She oh get really God, funny. Oh my hormones are kicking in. That, like, it was so out of the blue it didn't make any sense she has no patience with Enzo and I was like oh my god is this hormonal because it was irrational it was so irrational and this happened a couple of weeks ago she had a melt over um, her she got her ears pierced when she was small not that small like she was like six and she's so conscious that um, she doesn't want me touching it because she was, thinks it was sore and she wouldn't let me go near it. But she was crying so bad and flinging things and couldn't get out of her funk. I really didn't know what to do. I was hugging her. And then she had a melt over a pair of jeans she was wearing. Then she had a melt because she couldn't decide on something. Jen, and I pulled Jen, her. does it remind you of yourself? No. I was never, I don't ever remember being that crazy at times. And I thought, is it hormonal? But it's a bit young, Lottie. No. Eight is really young, but I do think it's getting younger. It's definitely, yeah, it is definitely younger. And girls are getting their periods a lot earlier and they're going through puberty and all that kind of stuff. But that's kind of scary. These melts were like, they're they're very hard to deal with. But I did something. I did something um, on the weekend, right? Oh, God. No, it's not that bad, right? Okay, it's not on. that bad. So we were in the car and she was in a bit of a mood and she kicked something and then she had a toy in the car and she kind of threw it down. A Rubik's Cube, right? In a tantrum. In a bit of a tantrum, yeah. So I said, who threw who threw that toy on the ground? And she was like, I did, right? So I said, oh, okay, no problem. And I picked up the Rubik's Cube and I rolled down my window and I launched <gasps> it out. No! 
I did, you yeah. You didn't. I did, yeah. But I was very calm. I didn't swear. I didn't get angry. I was like, if you don't have any respect for your toys, you don't deserve to have toys. If, you know. Oh my. What was the reaction? Florence and Enzo, it was like I stabbed, it was like I stabbed somebody. They absolutely, they were like, Mah! absolutely free because they've never seen my reaction like that they've never seen anything so drastic it was uh, I just didn't know what to do I was like I need to do something drastic I need to stop this these moods these tans I need to like I need to do something I'm not having this behaviour I don't mind if you're upset I don't mind if you're crying I don't mind if you can't regulate your feelings that is fine I'm there for you but bad behaviour rudeness I'm not going to stand for did, how did she what did she say did she give out to you did she cry they did were she? bawling crying the <gasps> two of them Leo didn't know what to do Leo didn't know what to do so he got out of the car he got the Rubik's Cube gave oh it no, back to no yes, no yes. So he gave it back and Enzo was, we were in the car and Enzo was like, thank you, daddy. Thank you, daddy. Oh, no, so you're, daddy's now the, you're the evil Now one. I'm the evil one. And I said, and then they were going to bed that night and Enzo was saying to me, he grabbed my hand, he was like, promise, mommy, promise you will never do that again. I was like, no, Enzo, because I need to teach you about consequences. And this is going to sound quite harsh, Enzo, I said. But if you're older and if you do something disrespectful or really bold or damage something, you know, there's consequences. You go to prison, like it's, you, you, there's consequences. You go to prison? I did say that. Jen, you're I know. so drastic. I, I had to be drastic. Because I feel, Lottie, I feel there's no fear anymore. I feel that kids have no fear. Like, my, there's no fear. And I had this conversation with Leo. I was like, they don't fear. We had fear. Mm. I feared for my life if I did something wrong. Yeah, as did you. Too. But now, I just, they don't care. Why is that? Is that because parenting styles have become far more, your parents are like your friends as opposed to your disciplinarians? May, yeah, maybe it is a little bit. Maybe it because is. that is a very big trend. A lot of people I know say, I want to be her best friend and I want to, and I'm like, okay, I get that because I would love to think that Wolf will think I'm his best friend. But first and foremost, I have to be the person who is guiding him through life and teaching him. So I think if you follow through, I think, a, I think what I was doing wrong is if there was... Like Florence is such a good kid, but this is just a phase she was going through. She's pushing my boundaries, I think. I right? think she's trying to see how far she can she's push. She's seen it. how far she's pushing me, and I've been given warnings, and but I've never really, you know, I followed reacted. through. I've reacted in a way that she was like, "Whoa, I'm not going to mess with mommy." But I think I, I won, not in a competitive way, but because I didn't raise my voice and I didn't get angry. I didn't lose it, but I was like, "This is what happens if you." I went over to see my friend and she has a preteen, okay? And her preteen said to her, I have nothing. My friends have everything. You won't let me have a phone. I don't know. Oh, really? The kid went to school. When she came back, my friend Michelle took everything out of her room. Every book, every music, uh, poster, every toy, every piece of art equipment. That's a great idea. She said, Jen, you should have seen me trying to get the bookshelf out of the, <gasps> on my own. She took everything out and when the kid came back from school, she went, now you've nothing. Oh my God. I made her work for a bag. But is she wrong? Is she wrong? I, my, my sister-in-law packed her son's bag because he was playing up so much. She packed his bags, put them to the nurse, said, now that's it, now you're done now. now no! Yeah. And he was like, no, I don't want to go. She said, no, no, that's it. And obviously didn't kick him out of the house. But I think there has to be consequences. There has to be consequences consequences 
And I definitely, even though Wolf is really young, I'm very, very careful about when he's, he does throw his toys. Um, he, he likes to do this thing at the moment where he's very into little matchbox cars. Mm-hmm. He arranges them on the table and he'll set them all up in a little line. And then he will take them and fling them in the sitting room. And I'll be there going, no, no, we don't do that. And then he's waiting to pick them up again and put them back so as I'll praise him for picking them up so he's purposely doing it to try and get the praise afterwards yeah so now I'm going how the hell am I supposed to deal with this because I feel like when I give him the no we don't do that with toys no 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 that any attention I'm giving it is feeding it so now I've just started ignoring him when he does it (laughs) So I just ignore it to go, I just can't give it any attention. I suppose we have to realise, and I read this and I heard this so many times, that kids will push their boundaries at home or with people they feel safest with. That's true. So I think Florence is going through that at the moment and that's fine and she can test me all she wants, you know, but... I will not, throw a Rubik's cube out the window. I will throw. <laughs> I will launch it. I, well, I, I'll tell you the to truth. Be something. I genuinely, when I first got pregnant, I was convinced I was having a girl. Convinced. And then we did. Uh, we found out the gender. And when I found out I was having a boy, is this terrible to say? I was so relieved because one of the first things I thought was. Thank God, I'm not going to have to deal with the hormones. I'm not going to have to deal with I'm all I'm pretty those. sure you're going to have to deal with hormones, but in but a different not, way. Not like girls, I know, Jen. I know. A ma- your house must have been a madhouse. Oh, my God. Because you're all so close in age. We're so close in age, but also so far apart. So there was always this dynamic in my family home that just as you thought you were getting through a really difficult phase, Someone else was just entering it. Yeah. So it was a constant, you know, ups and downs and people killing each other and being best friends. And it was like, it, it was mayhem. A roller coaster of teenage years. You How know? are you disciplined then? Going back to the discipline. This is what I'm really interested in. And if you want to get in touch with us, please send us a mail and tell us, h- how are you doing it? You know, are you doing the time out? Are you warning? Are you three warnings? Are you throwing Rubik's Cubes out the window? How are you disciplining you your kids? Do you raising your voice? Do you believe? Well, that never works in my house. But how did your parents discipline you? Well, my parents, I was terrified if my dad raised his voice. Okay. So when when his voice was raised, the fear it instilled that you had caused him to raise it because they never shouted at us ever. So when the voice was raised, it was, oh my God, mm-hmm. what the fuck? You were screwed. We're absolutely screwed. We were never grounded. We were never, we were never shouted at, but it was the fear of disappointing them. Like if we, if my dad came into me and said, I am so disappointed in you, it would just, I'd be broken. Like. I think that works with a certain age. I think that works. Well, I'm hoping that's going to work. <laughs> it's gonna work I'm, uh, listen I have a pain in my arm from flinging that Rubik's Cube I, oh. I flung it with such force imagine you'd hit someone imagine no. there was some poor person walking down the road what happened to you today I got hit in the head by a Rubik's Cube from Jennifer Zamparelli whoever was around Bunratty this weekend <laughs> and saw me launch a Rubik's Cube or you got hit in the face by a Rubik's Cube I'm really sorry um, that that happened but I had to discipline my children my well, child wait till you hear about my week because I think you're gonna be very proud <gasps> I had a party yes there were people oh. there were people go on Lottie so it was Wolf's birthday yes he's two 
I know. Where did the time go? Oh, listen, I'm an emotional wreck. Um, and we decided to have the party in St. Anne's Park, our local park. Mm-hmm. And we had it at half nine in the morning on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Did you want anybody to turn up to your party? So <laughs> Half nine on a Sunday. So my plan was, Papio was like, Body, that's very early on a Sunday. And it was due to rain. I remember you telling me, because we did Ireland AM and then you were <laughs> you were saying, oh, I'm having a party. I was so proud of you. I was like, yes. Half nine on a Sunday morning. So my plan was, Wolf take, Wolf's, absolute weapon. Listen, Wolf still takes a nap. So his nap time is 12. He usually sleeps from about 12 to 2. So I was like, we're either having the party pre-nap or post-nap. I am not having the party post-nap because if I do, people won't leave. There's a danger. There's a danger there. How do I get rid of them? Yeah. How do I, my, my day is gone. They'll, they'll never go home. Whereas if I have a pre-nap, I can be like, lads, oh, look, he's fading. That is genius on your he's part. He's fading. So I said, we'll have the party pre-nap. We'll also have it in the park so as nobody <laughs> has to come to my house. Oh my God. Lassie. I don't have to clean up. I don't have to tell them to get out. Mm-hmm. They won't have to be in the sitting room going, oh yeah, you put him down for the nap. We'll be real quiet. No, they're in the park. They can all go home afterwards. So half nine it was, we went down to the local park and they did a break time. It was just my family and Fabio's family that was it Mm -hmm. there were a few people missing Bonnie's obviously um, over in San Francisco at the moment with her husband so she wasn't there and she's his godmother so that was sad what did your mum wear? my mum wore a crown a crown and a cloak did she wear a cloak? And um, some completely bedazzled sunglasses. Amazing. She looked cool. She looked like a rock star. But the biggest win was Fabio's mum came up to me and said, I believe um, Wolf needs, needs a new pair of shoes, new runners. So I'm going to get him if you want to send me on to shoe size and I'll get him a new pair of shoes. There was no car. Wow. She listens to the podcast. She listens to the podcast. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't think people would listen. I thought, I no, thought I, this this was I, just a vehicle for us to vent. Yeah, so did I. But apparently people, people are, are listening. listening. Oh, no. I would like to apologise to um to everybody. Everyone who knows us. So everybody. there was no oh, life-size nice. no life car to bring home, which was a good win. And it was, yeah, it was a great day. Really good fun. Very emotional, though, Jen. Why are you so emotional? I don't know. I feel like la- I was kind of visualising his first birthday last year. And all he was able to do was sit there. And this year he was running around with his cousins playing with cars and like where does the time go and there's also that moment of like I wanted to high five Fabio and be like we did it we made it through another year of this shit show wrap yourself in babes because there's a lot more to go really absolutely I thought I was I thought oh this is such an easy age and then it just turns really quickly just like takes this sharp turn of I know my child and then who is this person or what is going on or they change your routine or they become free like it just changes it never and it's never ending and you think you know it's you're just always a new challenge it's always new challenges yeah just as you feel like you've gotten on top of something something else comes along like at the moment um, I remember I was speaking about Wolf's Night Terrors hmm. they went away and they're back the past three nights um, he's waking at the same time and they're much more intense like he's very upset and screaming doesn't go on for as long but the only thing that will soothe these night terrors is a box of tampons to eat so he wants he eats tampons no 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 no. so we, we were going with the cars oh look at the car come on oh my god look it's fabulous he's like oh, daytime daytime don't watch it he spotted a box of tampons out of the corner of his eye and he starts going this this pointing at it and I was like 
tampons. So I took down the box of tampons and I gave it to him and he opened them up. He spent about 20 minutes taking every tampon out, opening up the pack, taking the tampon out. That's a waste. But I know. I was like, I can never use them now. And then putting them back into the box, taking them out again, putting them out and then putting them back into. And after a couple of goes, he was satisfied and he came over to me, picked up his blankie and a soother and walked me back into the bedroom. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. So now you need to. Sorry, can I do a shout out to your mother-in-law and go buy the pearl? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Fortunate child. <laughs> Toys, God love him. He's playing, literally playing with cardboard boxes and tampons. So last night when it started, Fabio just ran into the bathroom. He was like, where are the tampons? I was like, I don't think we have any left. (laughs) They get fixated on weird things. So weird. Yeah. He's fixated on them. He just... I don't know what it is. Do you think we could get my tampax to sponsor us? Oh my God. (laughs) I should. That would be amazing. Obviously, you don't want them wasting, and you should. Um, we need to think of a way you can reuse them. Maybe you can clean, take off your makeup with the old ones or something, because it's cotton wool essentially. No, it's so. Oh, so no, it's, it's a bit just, odd. No, it's that not is okay. a weird thing. That yeah. is a weird thing. I don't know what to tell you to get them out of that. Um, you just let's just have hope to, he grows out of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we had the in-laws. Over. Speaking of in-laws, we had them over a couple of weeks ago. I was telling you this, um, but anyway, I didn't tell you this when I was putting Enzo down after my mother-in-law was there. Like, just a bit of background. Le's mom um, separated and divorced Le's dad when I was 12 and has another partner now, Christopher. We call him Poppy. So we have a Poppy, we have a Nana, we have a Numno, we have a Nana Sash, we have a Granddad and we have a Granny Myra. There's wow. a load of them, right? Um, so Enzo is five and he was just kind of comprehending the family dynamics. So Le was trying to explain to him, oh no, I didn't live with my dad when I was 12 because... Because, uh, you know, m- m- your granddad, my dad and and Nana, they split up and whatever. So he, he had all that in his head. And then Nana comes over with Poppy and he's kind of looking the, looking at them differently, I suppose. Going, oh, well, you're n- you're not no-no, you're Poppy because you're together and whatever. Anyway, he was in bed. I was telling him a story. And he looks at me and he goes, Mommy, I don't want you and Daddy. And he puts his hands together and he pulls them apart. I was like, is he doing he goes I don't want you and daddy to ever he didn't have the language or the word and I'm looking at him going separate (gasps) no he said yeah and he got a little upset no stop it I don't want I don't want you and daddy to ever separate I don't want to ever be apart 
from daddy or from you. And oh my God. I think he was just kind of understanding that, you know, there's blended families and families are different and he was just letting me know. Did your heart break? It did, but I kind of like that he grasped the whole concept, you know. Um, what did you say to him? I said, no, we'll never split. Don't ever. I lied, basically. Because who knows what's going to happen. No, we're, listen, if you're listening, absolutely <laughs> not. No intention there. We're all good. But you just don't know, you know, and there's so many other families. And representation is key, and it's good for them to see to see this. But I think he was just... Fear. There was fear. I mean, because Leo works away quite a bit, I think he's thinking, oh, my God, I don't like when he's away, and I want him to be close. But it was... Do you think he'll have a problem now when Leo starts to go away? Again? I think he will, yeah. If Leo has to go away for work, I think there will be uh, more of a problem. Because I think he was too young to kind of understand, but now he's experienced it as a toddler, and I think he might be a little bit apprehensive so we just need to manage that correctly I mean so much so that I had to fly to where Leo was working and take loads of time off and, and make sure that they were together and we were all together because that's really important to him right now whatever but it just got me thinking of imagine having to have that conversation oh with God. a kid and no matter what age it must be difficult I think no matter how much you see blended families when it happens to you it's not just because you see it doesn't mean it's going to be any less painful when it happens. I mean, growing up, I had loads of friends who had parents who were separated yeah. and it, some of them grew up like that. Some of them had happened later in life. It didn't mean that when my parents separated, I was going, oh yeah, okay, that's this cool. This is cool. This is cool. It's totally I, fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally okay with this. I was utterly heartbroken. How were you told? Do you remember? Um, How was I told... Did they sit you down? Did your mum sit you down? Or did you kind of know? I think I... God, I actually can't remember how I was told. I think my mum told me. Yeah. And I didn't take it well. Um, well, obviously, you're the oldest as well. So you probably felt a little bit of But see, even telling me is going to be completely different to telling every single one of my brothers and sisters. Yeah. Because everyone is at completely different ages, mm -hmm. you know, and requires their parents, I suppose, to be different things for them mm. at different ages um, and you know that that unit means something different I suppose when you're a different age but I, I think no matter what age you are you're going to be heartbroken and you know everybody it's it's like what Enzo was saying you don't want one of your parents to not live with you anymore and then you start thinking oh my god how is the dynamic going to change am I going to have to live with dad on x y and z days and live with mum on these days and then when because you're a kid you're selfish and you're thinking does that mean I won't see my friends at the weekend yeah. because I have to go and stay with so and so and I said to Lau and I was very clear and we're very clear if we ever split yeah we would be amazing at being separated parents would you we really would do go out of our way to to be those people that don't speak badly of each other i'd really have to change speak badly <laughs> of each other but you know what i mean so and how does that how does that conversation look when you're it, you know where that comes it probably comes from um you know looking at how other couples in our family have dealt with separation maybe on his side you know it's been there's a lot of hurt and a lot of things haven't been resolved and it's been quite difficult for everybody mm. you know uh, family gatherings uh, just different situations and I never forget having a, a celebrant in studio and she did divorce ceremonies right and I thought that's a lovely way to end things because you're not saying that you know it's just part it can yeah. be part of but Jen do life. you not think that that's maybe for people who are separating because they're like oh we've grown apart we've become more like friends than lovers and partners like some people have infidelity and yeah. some people have uh, 
you know, bereavements that they feel they can't work through together or yeah. like really serious things that mean there's anger and resentment and you don't know how you're going to deal with that That's until true. it happens to you. That is true. That is very true. So you're just saying we should just stay with them. I think you should. I we think just stay together Fabio, forever and ever and ever. Fabio and I have the conversation. If we ever split, what would happen? And I always say, well, I definitely get Wolf and you can have the dog and I'll get the apartment. And where's he going to live? I live with his mother. <laughs> She'll get him a car. She'll get him a little toy car. Yeah. Toy it's car. a difficult one. You know, it's a horrible thing when you're faced with it. I, I didn't think I'd be like when Enzo said I was faced with it. I was like, oh my God. Can I ask you a tough question? Yeah. If things weren't good between you and Lev, do you mm. think you would stick it out for the sake of your kids? I think I would do everything in my power. I think I would absolutely do everything in, in my power because... They deserve it. They deserve it. He deserves it. I deserve it. Our marriage would deserve it. Our relationship would deserve it. We've been together 15 years. It's not all rosy. Things happen. You know, you're mad about them. You're not. You want to kill them. They're your best friend. They go away. You're disappointed. There's all those and that's all normal and that's all, all okay. Okay. It's a lot. Sometimes it's easier to walk away, but sometimes it's it um it can be much it can be harder to to stay and work it out. But for because we've decided to have kids, because we have a family unit, and because I, there's always a respect for him, I would do everything I can to to make it. I would try everything. But then therapy. I, I have a friend. Everything. I have a friend whose parents split up, and they they took a long time to split up. And when they did she asked our group of friends to go out and have a party to celebrate because her home life had been so shockingly difficult growing mm. up. She was so relieved when they finally... And the, her mother sat her down and said to her, we tried everything, we tried as hard as we could. And she said she was just like to her, why? I wish you hadn't done that because my life has been a hell. Like I've been living in a war zone and it hasn't working... Do, Pushing it as hard as you have hasn't as worked. Hasn't worked for us. Yeah, it really depends. You can't say. I mean, it, it's so individual, mm. isn't it? To the couple, the situation, where you are, and all that kind of stuff. But I will say, hand on my heart, I would try everything. I mean, I would be forgiving of him if there was infidelity. I, you know. How do you know that though? That's true. Yeah. How do you know? I mean, I just I like to think. You, I will be. But no, I, that's not giving you free pass if you're listening now. That's not giving you free pass to go off and do it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. You, but you're right. You actually you don't, know, don't know, do you? I just don't You don't think, know how you'd speak no. to your kids. You don't know because um, when it's like when emotions get in the way or are involved, it's like a different ball game. Completely different. And then you've also got the added thing of if you have young kids and you're separating, you could have two different parenting styles suddenly. Yeah. And that's one thing, talking about discipline earlier on and talking about... I mean, I had to pull Leo aside and, and I, we need to be on the same page. No matter I what. I was going to say, were you annoyed he went and got the Rubik's Cube? I was annoyed. Yeah, I was. Um, and I said to him, look, we need to be on the same page. You need to back me up and I'll back you up. And he was like, 100%. I, he was like, I just, they were so upset. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I yeah. get it. However, her behaviour has been amazing the last couple of days. And is she, do you think it's out of fear? It's, it's out of fear, but she kind of realised. She was like, there's consequences. If I'm going to be disrespectful and have bad behaviour, there's going to be consequences. I think she realised that. And she's really trying to regulate her feelings now, which she, is all I ask for. Well, Jen, she, she could get her period soon. <laughs> Don't say that. She's I'm too sorry. young. She's but if far she needs too young. tampons, 
Wolf's got Wolf's them. Wolf's got, got them covered. Okay, great. Will we have a chat with our podcast pals? Let's do it. What have you got? Okay, so this mail came in to us during the week and it says, Dear Jen and Lottie, absolutely loving the honesty on your podcast. Don't worry about Santa's sack or the car in your apartment, Lottie. When your kids are older, they will remember that they were so loved and spoiled. They'll know it's not all about the stuff, but that their grandparents love them. I am so envious listening to your stories about your small kids, guys. It's tough going, but it's a great stage as a parent because now I have two teenagers and I'm struggling. So do you ever think ahead to that stage? Will you parent your teenagers the same way that you were parented or are there things that you're adamant that you will change? I'm adamant. Yeah, that's a really good email and ties in with what we've been talking about this week and back to discipline and parenting styles and that kind of stuff. I think I want to be calm. I wanted to be calm. Says the throwing Rubik's Cube woman. Well, I didn't, ah! I didn't shout. I, I didn't know, shout. I didn't Jen, curse. You threw a bloody Rubik's Cube out oh, the no. window. God, I felt That's great. not calm. That's not calm. I grew up in a very strict house as a teenager. Very, very strict. If I wanted to go out, my parents were the ones bringing me. If I needed a lift somewhere, like if anyone needed lifts or if there needed to be a house that there were drinks being had in, it was, they always wanted to be involved and on top of it. And it used to annoy me, but in hindsight, it prevented me from getting into some of the trouble that my other friends got into. There has to be an element of that. Of course there of course there does. Absolutely. Um, I come from a, quite a shouty, sweary house. So I don't want to have any of that. I don't want to be in a house like that. I don't want to be around that because I don't think you gain anything. I have made uh, a deal with myself that whenever, ever my kids ask me to play, I always say yes, even if I don't want to. I always want to be, I want to be that parent that'll sit on the floor with them and play with them. And you know what I mean? I always want to say yes to those things. I don't want to be a parent that's too busy. You know what I mean? My parents, they had a lot on their plate. They were working, you know, six kids, all that kind of stuff. There was very little time for us individually. And I suppose that's why Leo always wanted to only have two, because he said, I just want to be able to give them loads of time. But how does that look with teenagers? It's probably the same. Like my, uh, my parents, I went to concerts with my parents. Yeah. I, you know, uh, they would have been pretty involved in my life as a teenager, I would say. You know, going to classes at the weekends or drama schools and things. They were always really heavily involved, making sure they were at every play, every rehearsal, driving me there. They were really heavily involved. But then I do remember watching my brother growing up through his teens. And it was a very different parenting process with him. How so? Well, they used, my dad used to always say he used to have to barter with Rex. Yeah. Like he would say to him, you know, if you can get X grades in your leaving search or if you can do this, I will get you the latest Sega game Mm -hmm. and I will do this. He said that didn't work with the girls. And that's very wise. So they had to change it up, I think, for different kids. Um, And the boys were different to the girls, but overall they were pretty strict. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, we weren't allowed to go to discos. It was all about the books. It was all about studying. Yeah, I used to, my brother used to jump out of his um, box room window to go to Setonians in. Um, my brother did the same. In, on the north side. And I, my dad never knew I went to a nightclub or a concert. It was always, you know, I think that's why. And then we craved freedom. So at 17, 18, we all left. We all left the house. Wow. 
Yeah, because it was we just needed our freedom and we didn't really have a lot of it in the house. So I, there has to be a balance, I think. A and I think, uh, as we were discussing, we don't know until we're in it. But I do want them to have discipline. I want them to work hard and have good work ethic. But I also want to give them a little bit of freedom. Even Florence now, I give her a little bit of freedom. You know, I let her go out and play on the road with her friend. She goes out with a walkie-talkie. She's like, mommy, I'm by the bins. Over. <laughs> mommy. I'm, I'm like, Florence, are you safe? I'm going to come out and check on you in 10 minutes. That's so cute. I know. Because um, she's not getting a phone. So I think that little bit of freedom, you got to let them have it. Otherwise, mm. you're going to suffocate them, I think. So it's finding, it's just finding that balance. It's finding that And every, happy. as you said, like with you and Rex, you're so different or whatever. And yeah. all, all your siblings. It depends on that kid. I think it totally depends on the kid and it has to be individual. That's another reason I'm like, Jesus, there were five of us growing up. Mm -hmm. What a minefield to have to, each child coming up has their own little personality and their own little way of needing to be disciplined and guided through life. And just as you think you might have it all figured out with one of them, the next one comes along and it's a completely different story. At the end of the day, we're all just doing our fucking best. We're all just winging it. We're all just winging it. We're all just doing our best. That is it for General Lolly Do Parenting. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe. It really helps the show if you do. And we'll chat to you next week. And if you want to get in touch in the meantime, our email address is mail at jenandlottydo.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 